On the show today, we'll get you ready for tonight's Lucas action at Alltech, including the driver roster. We've also got news from Kenny Wallace, Kerry Madsen, Keith Coons Motorsports, and more. Let's roll. Today is Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. After having Wednesday night off, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is right back at it tonight, moving over to Alltech Raceway in Florida to continue speed weeks. The late models will be at Alltech through Saturday night before heading to East Bay on Sunday. We are through the first five nights of the season, and Brandon Overton and Devin Moran each have two wins apiece, with Tim McCready the only other winner. Alltech was the site of the Lucas opener in 2021, and Kyle Larson dominated the field that night. In 2020, Alltech was also part of Speed Weeks, and Jonathan Davenport was the victor that night. He led the final 31 laps, topping Mike Marler and Brandon Shepard. We'll have to see how uh, the field shakes out tonight, but I'm guessing we'll have a similar group of cars to what we had at Ocala earlier in the week. The tentative entry list at Dirt on Dirt has 43 cars, but is missing Davenport and Overton. JD's website does have Alltech on his schedule, and Overton's most recent press release from Golden Isles said they'd be back at Alltech as well, so we'll have to see if they actually do show up tonight. Don't expect Larson, though, to race this weekend. He's out in California preparing for the Bush Clash with NASCAR at the LA Coliseum. We talked on yesterday's show about the hot start for Moran, and he's got the orange spoiler as the Lucas points leader coming into tonight. Five straight top two finishes to start the season is definitely why he's on top. Bishop is actually second in the standings right now on the strength of five straight top nine results. He's got finishes of second, ninth, ninth, third, and fourth. He was also good out at Vado during the Wild West shootout in his own car and was a top 10 runner in the Outlaw opener at Volusia. His consistency continues to be a big part of why that Rocket team is so hard to beat each year. Moran and Shepard are the only two drivers to finish top 10 all five Lucas Knights so far this year. If you're a Dirt Tracker Plus subscriber, you may have already looked at this, but Mike Marler, Moran, and Shepard have the best average finish at Alltech over those previous two Lucas races there. It's not been a good start for Marler so far this season, and Alltech may be a good place for him to bounce back. As for win picks for tonight, the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Bishop over Moran. I'm going to go against the formula, though, and ride with Moran here. His past two finishes in Lake City were second and sixth, I'm going to roll with a hot hand. The formula is currently one for six or just a little under 17%. I'm two for six right now or about 33% picking winners this season. If you can't be at all tech tonight, you can again watch live on Mav TV+. When the UMP Modifieds hit Volusia next week for Dirt Car Nationals, it will be the beginning of the final full, uh, full season of racing for fan favorite Kenny Wallace. According to a Dirt Car release yesterday, Wallace will scale back his racing schedule starting in 2023 and plans on running various throwback paint schemes on his modified all season long, kind of in celebration. Wallace is certainly famous for his NASCAR career, but in the years since he left the paved world, he's become a staple of dirt tracks, racking up UMP modified wins at DCN and during the modified national season every year in his black and white 36 cars. His big personality, his famous Twitter account, and his speed on the track have made him popular with both the paved and dirt fans. An interesting side note about Wallace, he's the only driver to win at Volusia on both its paved and dirt configurations. 
Volusia was a half-mile paved oval between 1989 and 1996, and Wallace's first career NASCAR win came at the Florida track in 1991. His modified will sport a similar black and green paint job at Volusia, reminiscent of that car he won with in 1991 on the pavement. Wallace will be on track next week at Dirt Car Nationals with racing set to start on Monday night. If you're a Kerry Madsen fan, we got a look at his Roth Motorsports 83 car for the coming season yesterday on social media. PJ Peterson tweeted out a few photos from their shop as preparations continue to be underway. The car is very similar to recent Roth schemes we've seen between Darren Pittman and Aaron Reitzel. Things are a little different though, including that Toyota logo on the wing side panel. Madsen and Roth are planning a sizable West Coast and big event schedule for the year, something like 40 or 50 races as they work with Toyota and Speedway engines to continue developing that new TRD 410 engine. Paul Baines is crew chiefing, and you'll definitely see them at some outlaw shows and probably the events, uh, the big events like the Kings Royal and Knoxville Nationals. James McFadden is piloting the other Roth car that will, <clears throat> excuse me, that will be out full-time with the World of Outlaws. That 83 has a completely new look for the year. McFadden's Roth machine is being housed at the Casey Kane Racing Shop in North Carolina, while Madsen's car with Baines is out in California. Roth is planning to debut Madsen during the spring World of Outlaws West Coast Swing here coming up in a few weeks. Keith Coons Motorsports continues to fill out their 2022 midget roster for the upcoming USAC season. Buddy Kofoid, Brandon Crouch, and Taylor Reimer are all already set for full season runs, and they'll be joined by 16-year-old Bryant Wiedemann. The Kansas driver raced all season in 2021 with KKM, taking down the Power Eye Midget Championship with three wins and then tacking on an additional 30 races with USAC. In those 30 races, he had three top fives and eight top tens with a best finish of third, which came at Placerville late in the year. Wiedemann is definitely one to watch in the coming years. We talk a lot about young drivers like Ryan Timms and Brent Cruz and Corey Day and others, and Wiedemann is definitely in that same conversation. He outdueled Cruz, uh, Cruz and the Chad Boat squad for that Power Eye title last year, and could easily be in lines for some USAC wins in 2022. And with Chris Windham and Kevin Thomas Jr. out of the mix, there'll be more opportunities for some other drivers to step up with USAC this season. I do think that Kofoid is the driver everyone is going to be chasing for the championship year uh, this year, but things will be wide open behind him. We're about eight days away from the USAC midget opening weekend at Bubba Raceway Park. I know we've been talking about the Extreme Outlaw Series a lot this week, but the announcements just keep on coming for series drivers. Yesterday, it was another midget commitment for the year. Already on that full-time midget roster are Chad Boat entries Jade Avedigian, Dominic Gordon, and Jace Park, along with veteran driver Andrew Felker. They'll be joined by Kyle Jones and the 7U Midget Squad in the chase for that championship. If you're a watcher of the Chili Bowl, you'll recognize Jones from his good runs and his epic mustache. He finished 9th on his prelim night a few weeks ago and 13th in a Saturday B-Main. He made six USAC National Midget Starts in 2021 in Oklahoma, Kansas, and Nebraska with a best finish of 6th back in April at Port City. On top of the full extreme schedule, the team is also planning select starts with Power Eye and USAC again along the way. The 12 race extreme outlaw midget schedule gets going April 1st at Farmer City Raceway in Illinois. Still plenty of time there to add more drivers and teams between now and then. I've had some requests for Dirt Tracker merch here, especially lately. And while I'm not going to go all in with hats and shirts just yet, I did get a small run of decals made uh, if you'd like one. 
and I'm going to hold one up right here too. You'll see one on the screen. They are one inch by five and a half inches and are available to buy at dirttracker.com slash decal. Uh, they're $3. I'll drop one in the mail for you. I'm covering postage, any taxes, any of that stuff. And right now I'm only setting to buyers in the U.S. Uh, the shipping to Canada and Australia and some of those places is, uh, is a little bit steep right now. Um, but that might change in the future if enough people uh, want to get them in some of those other places. So $3, dirttracker.com slash decal. I'll also link to the page in the YouTube video description. If you're not interested in a decal, don't worry. I still love you and you can keep watching and listening to these shows for free. There are four shows on today's streaming schedule. Flow Racing has crate late models from East Bay and Flow 24-7. MavTV Plus has the Lucas late models from Alltech. And Racing America has Dirt Car Sportsman modifieds from Lakeview Motor Speedway in South Carolina. I saw earlier in, this, uh, in the week this event being promoted as a Super Dirt Car Series event, but if you saw that, this is not an SDS show. Sportsman modifieds are the same basic cars as a big block modified, but they run the 602 crate engine. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.